This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Friday, February 10th, and this is your Dallas Morning News. Today's forecast calls for cloudy skies with a high near 45 and a low near 32. Here are today's headlines. Another mother of a Carrollton Farmers Branch ISD student said she alerted school officials to rampant drug use and pill peddling last spring, but administrators turned a blind eye. Carmen Williams told the Dallas Morning News her 13-year-old daughter became addicted to fentanyl-laced pills while attending B. Salazar Learning Center, the district's alternative school. Her daughter's behavior changed. She skipped school, nodded off, and came home high. The mother of a 14-year-old boy who died from suspected fentanyl poisoning told the news she also pleaded for help from her son's school, but she was ignored. According to a federal complaint unsealed earlier this week, at least three Carrollton Farmers Branch ISD students died and six others have been hospitalized in a string of overdoses from fentanyl-laced pills. A federal complaint says two suspected distributors sold the drugs out of a home just blocks from R.L. Turner High School. The pair faced charges of conspiracy to distribute fentanyl. In other news, Dallas-based Southwest Airlines has reimbursed more than 273,406 passengers since its December meltdown that left millions of passengers stranded, more than 96% of all requests submitted so far. Southwest said in late December that it would reimburse any reasonable requests submitted by customers put out by the December meltdown between December 24th and January 2nd. It was trying to repair the hit it took after one of the worst operational disruptions in U.S. airline history. The company also gave $300 worth of frequent flyer points to anyone who was delayed or had a flight canceled during that time and gave bonuses to employees who worked during the meltdown as well. Southwest gave an update Thursday, saying that it has received 284,188 eligible reimbursement requests so far. Airline passengers are entitled to a refund for canceled flights and some expenses, but Southwest tried to go above and beyond to make up for the disruptions by paying for customers' rental cars, hotels, food, and most other expenses. Up next, the Dallas Mavericks' blockbuster trade for Kyrie Irving marked their only move before the NBA's trade deadline. Though Dallas spent this week exploring other options to retool and upgrade the roster around Luka Doncic, none materialized before the league's 2 p.m. Thursday cutoff. Starting guard Tim Hardaway Jr. and center Christian Wood served as the two players the Mavericks most wanted to include in another move before the deadline, but their inability to swing a deal underscored their waning value around the league. The team's abrupt decision Sunday to go all-in with Irving will ensure the remainder of this season contains no shortage of intrigue. Irving debuted in Wednesday's victory over the Clippers, scoring 24 points, 5 assists, and 4 rebounds, after a whirlwind few days that included just one practice with his new team. The Mavericks remain hopeful he will play his first game with John Chick this weekend in Sacramento if the 23-year-old superstar's right heel contusion continues to heal. 
And Dallas County Sheriff Marion Brown said there is no indication shots were fired at the Dallas County Health and Human Services building after a report of an active shooter Thursday afternoon caused the building to go into lockdown and led to a large law enforcement response. Brown said that Dallas police pulled out of the building near downtown Dallas and the sheriff's office is conducting a second sweep of the building. Brown said a woman described hearing five to eight loud banging noises and called relatives and her relatives called police. Sheriff Brown said no evidence of ammunition has been found in the building, although the scene is still active. No injuries were reported, and an HHS spokesman said earlier in the afternoon that most of the eight-story building was evacuated. According to its website, the HHS provides health and social services to more than 2.5 million Dallas County residents. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit dallasnews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.